Hello everyone. As we discussed last week, the month of Elul gives us an opportunity to reflect upon how we can create a more passionate and authentic relationship with Hashem. So today I want to reflect upon one method or one exercise that we can examine and reflect upon that can help us do exactly that. Now, one of the central themes of Rosh Hashanah is that Rosh Hashanah is the day on which we crown Hashem as king. One of the brachot that we say in the Amidah, in the Musaf from Rosh Hashanah, is Malchuyot, kingship, in which we declare Hashem is our king, and we yearn for him to express his kingship, his sovereignty over the entire world. Now, part of the idea of having Hashem as our king is that we are his subjects. So part of the process that we have to work upon now is trying to get ourselves into the mindset of being subjects of the king. What does it mean to be a subject of the king? Now, most people's response to that instinctively might be, well, you have to be subservient, you have to be obedient, you have to do whatever the king asks of you, which I would acknowledge is certainly part of the story. It's certainly a major part of the story. But today I want to look at things from a slightly different perspective, and that's to focus on the question of the concept of Kedusha. Now, Kedusha is a term that we use a lot in Judaism. It's actually very hard to translate effectively. You usually translate it as holiness. But that translation doesn't really explain a lot. Perhaps a better translation might be transcendence, elevation. Now, understanding what this means is really, really important because the, there's a parashat Kedoshim, which opens with the phrase, Kedoshim tiyu, you shall be holy, ki kadosh ani Hashem elokechem, for I, Hashem your God, am holy. So if you don't know what the term means, how are you supposed to put that into practice? What does it mean that Hashem is holy? What does it mean that He wants us to be holy? So there are different perspectives to this question, but I want to look at it from a specific perspective, which sees Kedusha as being related to Malchut, kingship. Kingship and Kedusha seem to be very closely related. Like we say in L'Chadodi, for example, Mikdash Melech Ir Melucha. We talk about the city of Yerushalayim as being Mikdash Melech, the sanctuary of the king, or perhaps the palace of the king, Ir Melucha, the city of kingship. And this highlights the idea that Kedusha does not just mean transcendent and elevated, but it means regal and majestic. When we talk to a king or a queen, you say call them your highness because of their elevated regal status. So if we look at Parashat Kedoshim in that light, what it's really telling us is, Kedoshim to you, you shall be majestic, for I, Hashem, your God, am majestic. What emerges from this is something fairly fascinating, that when Hashem wants us to view ourselves as his subject, the intention is not necessarily on obedience, but rather as Hashem's people, we have to set standards that, are, that express Hashem's values. So, for example, the Torah talks about the various acts of immorality that the people of Canaan and the people of Egypt used to engage in. But Hashem says, you shall not be like them because you are holy. You should not engage in sexual immorality the way they do. You should not eat creepy crawlies and non-kosher animals the way that they do. You should not tattoo your bodies or disfigure them the way that they do because you are above that. You are regal, you are noble, you are dignified. You should not engage in such things. You are Kedoshim. So when it came to running the Beit HaMikdash, the palace of the king, the Kohanim were all dressed in royal clothing, and everything had to proceed there with the greatest of dignity and decorum. But then Hashem says, I want you to be Kedoshim as well. So I want you to create a Mikdash Ma'at, a shul, a miniature palace to the king an embassy, if you will, that rep represents Hashem's majesty and His kingship wherever you are located. And therefore Hashem is giving us the responsibility to look at our lives in a through a majestic lens and to express Hashem's majestic values. Unfortunately, not all shuls manage to achieve that majestic feel, 
but that is something that we are certainly meant to be aspiring to. Another point is that Hashem wants our homes to be a mikdash ma'at, to make our homes into a palace to Hashem. And therefore on Shabbat we hold a royal banquet. Not just one of them, we're actually meant to have three of them. And at those meals we're meant to say words of Torah which express the majestic values of the king. And these are the kinds of values that we are meant to be expressing outwardly as an orla goyim, a light unto the nations as we express nobility and majesty as Hashem's people. When we go to work, we have to express Hashem's values of truth and justice, Hashem's noble values. We have to carry ourselves with nobility and dignity. In other words, part of this whole focus on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur as the time of kingship, of crowning Hashem as king, means that we, in a sense, have to wear a crown ourselves as servants of Hashem. This is part of the idea of what tefillin represent as the crown of Hashem's values, the tzitzit and the talit represent the robes of royalty. If we start to see ourselves in this greater and higher light, then we can aspire to greater things and we can grow as people, giving expression to the noble values of Kedusha. Wishing everybody a wonderful day and be holy.